Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Professional Life Crisis. Today, we're going to talk all about the courage to leave a job that isn't serving you anymore. When I was a brand new analyst at Accenture, I would look around and see these other girls who seemed to be thriving. For me, these were the super fashionable girls with expensive coffees, looking like they're so comfortable in the consulting environment. They made me feel inadequate in all sorts of ways. Mostly that nothing about my life was as aesthetic-y looking as theirs, and at the time I didn't even drink coffee. And they seemed so sure of their decision to join corporate America and work their way up a corporate ladder for the rest of their lives, or at least for the foreseeable future, which when you're 22 is about until you're 23 and a half. I think the reason it's so hard to know whether you're in the right place in the beginning of your career is that you just have so few data points. This is your first job. Likely you had an internship or something, but those experiences can be so highly curated by the company to make sure that they show you all the very best parts of the company and not what the actual everyday experience is going to be like. And more than likely, if you're in consulting, your internship would have sorted out your summer project for you, and there would have been no stress around chargeability and staffing, which is the bane of every consultant's existence, shortly behind the 10 p.m. plus fix emails. But even with so few data points, you have to get comfortable with trusting your gut. Not every profession, job, company, culture, environment, commute, manager, office location, etc., is going to be right for everyone. For a long time, I looked around at the people who seemed to be loving it and absolutely thriving in it, and I would just scratch my head as if I was missing something. And the tricky part is how long to let this form of self-questioning go on for, because it's also important not to jump to conclusions without having enough data yet. So you have to stick around for long enough to collect some good data. But once you've put yourself in a situation a number of times or tried out different roles within your company or project or clients, and your gut has reacted negatively all of those times, it's time to start listening to yourself. I remember just how much self-doubt I felt in this time and honestly how much fear I had around leaving because I didn't really have any marketable skills yet and I still didn't know what I wanted to do. I do think that sticking it out is a good strategy as long as it's time bound. You need to put a time limit on how long you're willing to keep trying at it if you're still unhappy. If it's your first job, I do believe it's worth staying for six months. Don't hate me. It's not for the reason you think. It's not because I give a shit about what some dusty recruiter thinks of your resume. You could always take it off your resume and pretend it never happened. The real reason is because I think it's just as important to find out what you don't like in life as it is important to find out what you do like. And you need to learn some basic professional skills like how to not send out a meeting invite to the entire practice, something I did during my first week, how to proofread your invitations to make sure you're not scheduling a meeting with someone at 4 a.m. instead of 4 p.m., something I also did during my first week, how to conduct yourself in a meeting where you have absolutely no idea what's going on, figuring out how to provide value before you really have an opinion or maybe even a voice in the matter. These are all skills that I learned within my first few months in consulting. So even if you hate it, I would stick around and at least get these few things under your belt. The last reason is that I think it's probably true that you can't really assess if something is working without staying for like six months. 
That at least gives you enough time to settle in, get used to your job, and get in some sort of rhythm. So even though I knew that I hated consulting after three weeks, I am glad that I stuck it out longer than that. It would have felt like a rash decision and that I was completely giving up if I had left at the drop of a hat. You know, the first sign of inconvenience, which is what I desperately wanted to do. But in the long run, I think that would have made me feel like I missed out on something. Some experience that other people were having for a reason. Now, if you've stayed through whatever threshold you've given yourself, whether that be six months, a year, three years, seven months, and four days, whatever it is, you've got to stick to that timeline and work backwards from when you want to leave. If you're risk averse and you want to have another job lined up before you leave, which I totally understand, that probably means that you want to be looking for another role two months in advance of when your projected last day is going to be. And in this market, unfortunately, it's taking some people a lot longer than two months to find the right thing. So maybe it needs to even happen before that. For me, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. And I told myself I would plan to leave Accenture to go and do my own thing, not to work for somebody else. But unfortunately, that wasn't a tangible deadline. So when I didn't have a business venture mapped out after three years, I stayed. And when I still didn't have it mapped out after four years, I got antsy, but still, I stayed. Because to me, I wasn't going to leave Accenture to go and work for somebody else. I honestly considered anything besides starting my own company to be failing in my head. But eventually, after a startup reached out and was interested in interviewing me, I started to change my mindset. I said to myself, okay, well, it's been four and a half years and I still don't have a business plan. I'm getting to my breaking point with consulting anyway, and maybe going to work for a startup would at least help me to get closer to that entrepreneurial mindset. And I took the leap. For me, I can say with 500% certainty that getting into the startup world was the most positive step that I could have taken, rather than continuing to spin my wheels and just get further burnt out in consulting, still with no idea or business plan. Working as a chief of staff for a startup gave me the exposure to a completely different mindset and way of operating that would position me way better to eventually start my own business than anything I would have experienced back in the corporate world. The culture difference was honestly also huge. Going from a 500,000 person company to an eight person company was culture shock. No joke. But I wound up loving it. And I learned and I grew so much. But I will be honest, the first three months were really fucking hard. I was working extra late and not even admitting it to my boss or anyone because I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed about how long figuring out all these new tasks was taking me. I was spending weekends sometimes reading articles and watching videos to try to just learn everything to keep up. All the new acronyms, like I just had to keep my head above water. Once I got accustomed to the completely different startup mindset, I truly did start thriving. And it was such a positive experience that I can confidently say changed the trajectory of my life and my career. And if you're someone who is looking to leave your corporate job for a startup or even diving directly into entrepreneurship, that first three months can really knock you on your ass if you're not prepared. And the narrator said she was not, in fact, prepared. I'm not going to lie, I would pay almost an unlimited amount of money to know everything that I know now about working at a startup 
back then when I was first starting out and drowning in those first three months. And I want nothing more than to be able to share what I've learned with you to help make your transition a whole lot easier than mine was. So if you're interested, send me a DM on Instagram at Professional Life Crisis, and I'll tell you about my tech friend tour sessions. You know, friend slash mentor, because let's be real, we all need both a mentor and a friend if you are just starting out in your startup career. All right, that's it for today. If you enjoyed today's episode, as always, I would appreciate it so much if you would leave it a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening on. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll catch you in the next one.